Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to be to his name. Hallelujah. You're listening to Yosef Carduna. And it's from an album called Yearning for Shabbat. If you're looking at the title of this message for the first time, I hope it just sparks some type of fire in you or strikes a nerve. Amen. Let me just shut that down in the background. Now, I just decided to do this sporadically. I didn't plan for this, but something, someone sent me a message today, and I decided to reflect on the message they sent me a, a brother from um, actually from overseas sent me a message. I have not heard from this guy from you know for a while. It's been years that I have haven't heard from him. And out of the blue, he just contacted me. So I decided, you know, I started to think about some things, and uh, it really struck a nerve. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about some stuff. So, um. What I'm going to do is going to read not all of the message, but just part of it, and then get into what I'm going to be talking about tonight, which is where's the power of God in our churches and Messianic congregations? Because I don't see it there. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know. I just watch, not all, I watch some assemblies, whether it be Jewish, Messianic, when I mean Jewish, I mean Messianic Judaism, not Orthodox or Rabbinical, whether it be Messianic Judaism or just churches in general. I don't know. I just see a deadness and a coldness, and I just see like people just going through the motions, and it just it saddens my heart that the power of God is just it's been watered down for some reason. I don't know why, but when you look in the Bible, you don't see that. You don't see Yeshua holding back on the power manifestations of the of the power of God and the miracles and healing and open up blind eyes and healing people that had diseases and people who had devils and people who couldn't walk and people who were lepers. He's a Jewish rabbi, a teacher, whatever, however you want to call him or label him. He's operating in this power that's given him. The Bible says he's anointed. As we read, as he read, as he went to the synagogue, the Bible says he opened up the scroll and he read a text of himself. Let me see if I can get it. And he read from, uh, here it is, uh, in Luke chapter 4, verses 17 through 21, he reads from the book of Isaiah. And it says, Jesus stood up to read and was handed a scroll of the prophet Isaiah. He unrolled the scroll and found the passage where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to captives and recovering sight to the blind to let their press go free and to proclaim a year of acceptable to the Lord. 
And then it goes on, says, rolling up the scroll, he handed it back to the attendant and sat down in the eyes of all the synagogue, looked intently at him, and he said to them, today, this scripture or this passage is fulfilled in your hearing. Prior to that, in Luke 10, 19, it says, Jesus told 72 other disciples, behold, I have given you the power to tread upon the serpents and scorpions and by all the forces of the enemy, and nothing shall ever harm you. And in the book of John, chapter 14, 12, Jesus said, Amen, I say unto you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and he will do greater ones than these, because I am going to my Father. And then Acts 1, 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea, Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. You see, it doesn't stop there. And if you read the Gospels and if you read the letters of Paul from the book of Acts on, the power of God is still in operation. It's still manifesting. And you see Paul working through his hands the manifestation of the power of God. It didn't stop when Yeshua left this earth. It rolled down. It trickled over to him. And even for today, this is supposed to be operational, and I don't see it. And it saddens my heart that we see a coldness and a dryness, and I see people just going through the motions. And I, I just, I don't know, I just watch some of these services, and I just so, find them so boring. They're so predictable. It's like you know what's going to happen before it happens. They're just so to the letter. They do this, they recite this, and they say this, and they do that, and they do this. And listen, I'm all for order. Don't get me wrong, because God is a God of order. I'm not saying to do something that's not of God. But we have to allow, watch this, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, to operate in our gatherings, whether it be Messianic Judaism or Evangelical Christianity. I'm not picking on any group. But I don't see the power of God being manifested to the utmost, uh, the fullest, so to speak. It's not there. Why is it not there? What is going on? Why are people not operating these gifts? It's like they're stagnant. They're on the. Sh they put them on the, I guess, on the shelf for whatever reason. I don't know, but they're just holding on to stuff when they were supposed to use this. God gave us, Yeshua gave us these gifts, and it's mentioned in all, all of the New Testament manifestations of the anointing, the power of God being manifested through even Paul again. And you, he, you see him writing the letters of, of operating in all kinds of gifts, spiritual gifts, tongues, the operation of functioning, and all kinds of things. And it's stagnant right now. I don't see it. Why? There's a problem here. Why aren't you rabbis doing this? Why aren't you messianic rabbis or, or messianic leaders functioning and teaching your people how to do these things if they're not sure why don't you teach these things why aren't you not teaching these things what are you teaching your people how to be religious is it all about just reciting liturgy and just going through the motions and reading this and reading that unbelievable now there's nothing wrong with that in itself per se but you have to let God do his thing as well. If you want to do that, that's all good. If the people like it, it's fine. But you have to operate also, and you have to not just teach on the Old Testament, not just on the Torah. 
not just that. You have to teach gospel. You have to teach the the New Testament in a whole. You have to teach on the letters to the churches. You have to cover all aspects of the Bible, not just you know, people get caught up with the Pasha, the Pasha. Let's teach the Pasha. But the Pasha is supposed to be a well-balanced teaching, not just from the Old Covenant, but new as well. You have to get loose. Too many people are just stiff. And there's people in our congregations who are going through stuff. There's kids, teenagers that are going through stuff. And they're looking for answers. And we, as leaders of the churches and Messianic synagogues and congregations we have to operate in the gifts of the spirit through the ruach hakodesh it's time now in these days 2023 it's right around the corner it can't be as it was in 2022 it can't be as it was in 2021 and 2020 we're operating in a different anointing a different way of doing things god is pouring out his spirit once again and he keeps it keeps on doing it and doing it and doing it. he poured it out and he's going to keep pouring out more and more revelation more glory more revelation more insight to the word more this more that but we have to tap into that if we want to be operational we want to be uh progressive we want our churches to grow. Some of these congregations, I'm looking at my line, they're empty, empty. Why are they empty? Because nobody wants to go to your church. Nobody wants to go to your Messianic synagogue. Why? Because there's nothing there. What are you giving the people? And I'm not just speaking this under the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I feel led to say these two leaders. I'm not picking on people, but I'm going against the leadership of these congregations. I'm standing against them because they are not fully giving the people of God, what they need. They're holding back. They're too conservative. Listen, stop with the conservative stuff. Get loose. You know, get loose. You, you, you knock off everything, you know, whatever. If it's, if it's keeping you restricted, then it's a problem. You have to let it go. Some of the stuff is becoming religious, and I just see it. And it's not of God. Some of them are people are just spiraling back to rabbinical Judaism. I see more and more people, they're just going backwards, and it's not good because they're letting going so deep into stuff. Now they have all these books on their shelf that they shouldn't even be reading. Why are you wasting your time with certain books? Why are you reading certain things that has no relevance to the New Testament? Why are you so caught up in being so, I don't know, smart, I guess, or educated? You want to say it that way? Go educated? I'm just kidding educated we're filling our heads with so much stuff we're not feeding the spirit within us to manifest manifest the power of god the healing power of god the anointing of god you know we have to get back to where it was in the churches and the messianic congregations because it's it's horrible it's it saddens me again to see what i see and it's it, you guys are no different than the rabbinical jews that are in, in yeshivas and stuff like that, that you could expect there'd be nothing but dead, dry bones. Don't become dead and dry because many of you are becoming dead and dry. You got to liven up yourself. Come on now. Liven up that worship. It's too predictable. It's too same old same. Put in some songs. The people need to really feel the presence of God they really they really need to feel his presence they really need this and they're not getting this they're just going there 
They're walking out the same way they're walking in, and they're not saying anything because they're too shy or they're afraid. But I'm just speaking this out from the heart. I'm going to read to you something that was sent to me, and I told you that earlier. This brother's from Pakistan, and many of you know when I went overseas, I went to Pakistan with Reverend Shaquille. And when I went there, the Lord used me in a mighty way, and I don't take credit because it was all him. But I allow him to do that. I allow God to use me, and I just said, Lord, just do what you want to do, and I'm just here, I'm your servant. But anyway, here we go. Years later, this brother sends me uh, a message on Facebook. And he's asking me to go over there and do some stuff with him. He's organizing some crusades and conferences and all kinds of stuff like that. But anyway, to summarize his message, he goes, keep in touch with us. We are looking forward for great revival with you in Pakistan. We are inviting you for crusades in our country. Watch this. We believe to see the miracles with you. We can arrange program as soon as you are willing to come. God bless Pastor Simon Sohail, Chairman of Jesus Real King Ministries, South Court, Pakistan. I've been to South Court. But again, he's saying we believe to see the miracles with you. Not to bring attention to myself, but looking toward people who are hungry for that. Looking for people who want miracles in their life. Rabbi, pastor, whatever you are in your congregation, let the miracles be taught. Let them flow through you and teach people how to function in them. Everyone has a spiritual gift in the church. They're dormant. They're sitting on it. They're not operational, and people are not using it. You stop trying to be a one-man show, one-man band, because it's not all about one person. It's about only one person. It's about is God and his son, Yeshua the Messiah. So get off your high horse, come down from the pulpit or whatever you want to call it when you sit up there. It's your little mini throne. But you got to do it. It's time. We're going into 2023. and We can't go into 2023 and operate as we did in 2022. Things have, have, things have to change because if they don't change, nothing's going to change. It starts with you and I. The minute we get on board what God is doing, we're going to see the things happen. We're going to see the manifestation of his glory. We're going to see finances. We're going to see jobs. We're going to see people get out of death beds in hospitals. We're going to see people's families come back together. We're going to see people getting saved. What happened to an evangelical message? I don't see it. Why aren't people asking people to get saved? You know, in the Jewish faith, E evangelism is not existent. They don't people in the Jewish faith, we don't not me, but I'm just saying Orthodox Jews don't evangelize. They don't tell people come to the faith. It's either you're Jewish or you're not. And that's about it. I mean there's converts and stuff like that, but that's a whole different thing. You want to be a convert, that's on you. But don't forget, Jewishness comes from Jesus and Christianity was a Jewish thing once before. Fortunately it's came to be something else because people divided it and christians say well i'm a jewish and and jew says i'm not christian but it was one it was one thing look in your your bible it was not a separation it was one thing but people say i'm not this or i'm not that nonsense nonsense so again my friends i'm really i'm not going to keep going i think i rambled on for enough 
I think I made my point. I think you guys got the got the message. Maybe you don't like this. Maybe you think I'm coming out too strong. Maybe I'm coming on rude. Hey, listen, I'm just speaking what the Lord has put in my heart to say to you because it's time for some of you to wake up. Whether you want to take this off or you unfriend me, that's your prerogative. If you're man enough or woman enough to take it and say, Lord, speak to me, then so be it. I've been talked to like people have talked to me about things that I wasn't doing right. And I had to just suck it up and say, you're right. What am I doing? I'm wrong. I have to follow what God is doing. I got to read the word and, and get into the Bible more and see what God has done. And I can do that, too. The Bible said that that Jesus did works and he says the things I do, greater things you will do. You'll do more than that. You won't just do this. You'll do more. You'll do more things. So let's go do them. <laughs> what are we waiting for? For somebody doing for us? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We need to spread the word. What happened to evangelism? It's almost non-existent. We live in a society that is so cold and people are to themselves and nobody talks to me, don't talk to you, and everything's kosher. No. That doesn't get people saved. It doesn't speed up the speeding up of the Mashiach to come back. Because we're going to just spinning our wheels, honestly. So it's time to get on board, be biblical, and let all that stuff go away. Let dry bones be dry bones, and it's time for the anointing of God, the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Kodesh, to come back into our meetings. Let revival, I pray right now, Lord, that revival will come right now in the homes, in the churches, in the Messianic congregations. Right now, let the Holy Spirit flow right now as i speak father god and those who are watching that will join me right now right here in this prayer lord they will just open up their hearts let messianic rabbis open up their hearts let pastors and evangelists and bishops open up their hearts and accept what you are doing and allow your power be manifested in their meetings and congregations lord so we will see a change in the lives of people and even ourselves amen amen and we'll give you the glory lord amen and amen all right, guys, God bless you. Don't forget, visit me on the web at www.graftedinmessiah.org. Check out the radio station, playing some great Messianic Jew Jewish music and some contemporary Christian as well. Amen? All right, guys, that's it for now. Don't forget to visit us and check out our podcast. Also, it's on many digital platforms, Podomatic, Spreaker, Apple, Anchor, iHeartRadio, you name it. They're throwing that stuff all over the place. Amen? All right, guys. God bless you. Until next time I see you, may the Lord bless you, keep you, shine his light upon on you, be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. I'm going to try to play some music here. Hopefully they won't mute it. Most likely they will. Every time I do play a song, they always mute it. God of Miracles, Sarah Lieberman.
Take care.